Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. In Proverbs 29, verse 18, Proverbs 29, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Please take your seat. Vision versus ambition. Where there is no vision, the people perish. So this scripture is very clear, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So there's a way that people become happy, remain happy, grow happy. And one of such ways is to ensure that the vision is on ground. Because everywhere will perish and everyone will perish. That word perish, that means you'll be wasted. Where there is no vision, your life will be wasted. Your energy, your intelligence, your capabilities will all be wasted. Why? Because all these resources if they are not flowing in the line of vision, they have to flow in the line of destruction. So what is vision? Vision is God's roadmap to your destination, your final one. Vision is God's roadmap to your final destination. Every child of God must be guided by vision. And vision is from God. That is what the Bible calls God's plan. It's called what? God's plan. God's plan. Vision is God's plan for your life. And it is a roadmap. It leads you to your final destination. A destination you didn't choose. It was chosen for you before you came here by God. The least you can do for yourself is to follow the road that leads to that destination. Praise the Lord. So, that's vision. And he's saying that people can be in this life and not be guided by vision. It's a serious matter. People can be in this life and be guided by something other than vision from God. We call it also the will of God. We call it what God has chosen for you. And sometimes, when you are guided by something other than vision, you would think it's a vision. That, that's where the trouble is. Everyone, whether you like it or not, consciously or unconsciously, intentionally or unintentionally, you are guided by something. It is supposed to be part of your wisdom to interrogate spiritually what is guiding your life on a day-to-day -day basis. Praise the Lord. In ministry, in your marriage, in your career, wherever. This is our month of ministry. And you should interrogate. And you will find out that when vision is guiding you, God will be backing you. Praise the Lord. Because remember that vision is God's roadmap to your final destination. It is the eye into the future... With purpose, with what? Without vision, everywhere is a final destination. So vision makes you use God's eye into the future. God knows that. God says, I know the plans I have for you. And then gives you glimpses into the future. He told Abraham, I want you to raise your head and look as far as you can see I have given you. Praise the Lord. So there is a, I have given you from the place where you stand and you need to peep into the I have given you as far as you can see. 
There are people who see when God has not said, lift up your eyes. That's why they fail. And I've not, I've not gone there yet. I'm, I'm still here by the river bank. So it's important that, you see, in, in our time, because of the openness of society and knowledge abounding, there is a likelihood for you to replace knowledge uh, with God's vision or replace, I mean, just substitute vision with knowledge and think that it's God at work. But God's vision is different from intellectual powers. It's different from natural wisdom. It's different from the knowledge from books. And it's a very unique plan God has for your life. And you cannot know it until you stick with God. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Are you here? So it is the eye into the future with purpose. So you see that once you capture the vision God has for your life, you live a purposeful life. What kind of life do you live? Life. Ah, so to know that you are not in vision, a clear sign is that you live haphazardly. You don't live a purposeful life. And whatever you even call purpose, you find out that you are out of vision when God is not at the top of it's not at the zenith of that purpose. When you are not living to make sure that God is happy at the final destination. When God is not part of your mindset. It's not part of your day-to-day -day driving force. Are you here? It's like, I also want to become something. <laughs> you don't just get up and become something. You must become something for someone. Hey. You must become something for what? For someone. So you see that the life we are living, we never live it for ourselves. We live it for someone. Either you are living for God, you are living for the devil, you are living for yourself, or living for this world. So vision is important. And without it, everywhere is your destination. And what is serious about it is that you perish. So there are people who are alive, but as far as God is concerned, they don't exist. Because what is driving you it's distraction than vision. And sometimes you can really be deceived though. Deception can make you walk in distraction and you think is what vision. It's too powerful. So what vision actually always looks at God's abilities to perform things in your life. Vision is always looking at God's abilities to perform things in your life. We will enter into ambition very soon. So Paul said, because I didn't call myself and God called me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Paul was an intellectual man. Paul was an educated man. He was a hardworking man. Building tent, praise the Lord. Career man. But he said that concerning the most important aspect of my life, I can only do things, all things, through Christ, the author and the finisher of my faith. Praise the Lord. So, one way you know that you are out of vision or you have stepped out of the boundary of vision is when you don't have the God consciousness. And when you don't have a conscious reliance on God's ability to help you on a day-to-day -day basis. When you just wake up and you're on your way thinking that you know how to figure it out. You will find out that one day you will find out that something has to drive you. That you can't drive yourself. Please tell somebody you can't drive yourself. Every true vision produces its own provisions. To sponsor the mission of the commission. Every true vision. Produces its own provision. To sponsor the mission of the commission. So Jesus said we should go out. We should win souls. That's a commission. The mission is when we are going. What we want to go and achieve. But the action plan. 
the step-by-step way we achieve this mission is called vision. It's called what? Vision. And every proper vision will have provision to sponsor it. That's why in this church, we do things with ease. Because I'm following the vision. And you will find out that nothing shakes my screen. No, 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 no. I can't wobble. People will come and do jump, dance, f- swim, even where there's no pool. I'm still on ground. <laughs> Tell somebody, be steady, be steady, be steady. You know, one sign that you can really <laughs> be used by God is have the ability to endure in the face of very radical shakings. <laughs> when things are being shaken, your ability, he that endured to the end. You see, there is an end there and it takes endurance to reach that end. It is those people that shall be saved. So some people get shaken so easily and every vision will be tested with trials and tribulations and temptation. I'm really, I'm beginning to feel the preaching power. Once it's from God, things must come for it. A task must come on it. People must speak about it Are you and speak against it. Um, lovers must even hate you for it. Like Joseph, because of the visions he had, they sold him. They hated him and they sold him. So hatred and being um, betrayed and being accused and, and all these challenges, sometimes even lack of resources, they are all a pointer to the fact that boy, oh boy, you are following the vision. <laughs> Praise the Lord that you are doing this thing. Yeah, is the vision? The vision is the reason why somebody is not married right now. Yeah, so that you can build capacity. <laughs> it's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, and, and and but the vision will give you a husband by all means. It can provide for itself. Is God talking to somebody? It will give you a, a wife by all means. It's the vision that gave me this beautiful wife. Look at that. Jesus Christ, Christ, Christ me. It's a vision. Without a vision, there's no, no chance for me. Yeah, yeah, no chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I went to propose, he said, what's your vision statement? <laughs> Charlie, you should be asking people what their vision statement. Yes, well noted, sister, noted. Where are you going? How do you sit together? Who is driving you? Yes, don't just look at somebody's stature and their English. Some people have all put together, but they are going nowhere. (laughs) And you need to work with a man and a woman sponsored by God. So every true vision looks to God's ability and God is able to supply all that is needed for the accomplishment of that vision. Praise the Lord. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. He said, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So all these people have been sent. Paul planted, Apollos watered. All of them have been sent by God. And because they were following the vision, God gave what? The increase. Anybody who follows God's plan will have God's provision. It's lock it in your heart. Why am I preaching a message like it's for you to have faith in God and follow God? Because if you are not careful, you follow some things that are not God. If you are not careful, you lose energy. And if you don't know that what you are following is God's plan, is God's vision, you get to a point you find out that you are tired. You get to a point, you find out that you don't want to go again. You don't want to do again. You you just be there, you'll be crying. As if God is punishing you, but he's making you fruitful. Praise the Lord. When you know you are in vision, hmm, persecution is even enjoyable. Because you know that from the prison, you are going to become a prime minister. I'm running on prophecy. Is God talking to someone? But when you are not sure about the vision, then you are in division <laughs> of your mind. You see that you'll be breaking down gradually, small, 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 small. Not only in division, but you'll be in confusion. 
Yes. <laughs> small, 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 small. You see that? You are in confusion. And then by the time you know, you are in destruction. Boy. May you never get there in Jesus' name. Come on. That's why Paul said, I know, I am persuaded. I know whom I have trusted. This is very clear. Lock it. Lock it. Barakushta la palasa. Lift your hands. Say, Father, open my eyes. Touch my spirit. Let me lock these nuggets in my spirit. Help me to follow your vision. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So, every great vision will have provision. The owner of the earth cannot be broke. And his project cannot be abandoned. It's not possible. He says that... <laughs> I own everything. The earth is a lot and the fullness thereof. If God is doing a project and his vision in your life is his project in your life. So if you follow him, there is no way his project will be broke. There is no way his project will be short of resources. There is no way his project will be abandoned. That's why sometimes you feel like somebody has been forgotten and because it's God's project from nowhere, God just remembers that person and picks that person from the backside of the wilderness or from the Marie and set the person where the person has to be. One of such persons was Mephibosheth. Another was David. You think that he's been thrown to the backside of the wilderness. By the time you know, he's, he's in front. So when you are even in the wilderness, sometimes it's God's program that you are in the wilderness. And you better stay in the wilderness than come to town. Yeah, vision has boundaries. <laughs> I'm feeling it. And you need to stay within the boundaries, the borders of your vision. Bible says that it is God who determines where men stay. So you can't have a vision and operate from outside the place of your assignment. I'm feeling it, pa. That is why when we started a church for Five years, no movement. I'm just on ground. Because this is the place of my assignment. I don't want to be in anywhere. Because God has not called me to anywhere. He's not called me to any church. It's okay, just say go, start this work. If I wanted to go out, I needed to pray and to be sure. And I have fought pastors for me to stay. Not to go and preach in conferences. I have fought. I've lost so many relationships. Because I refuse to move. Because you cannot waka, waka, waka and fulfill vision. You have to sit on your vision. If you want to stand tall in your generation, you need to sit with your vision. Tell somebody, if you want to stand tall in your generation, sit with your vision in God. Praise the Lord. Can you put your hands together? Let's change here now. It's too powerful. Now, because vision is so important, this is what God instructs us to do. He says that, even before I go there, you see, because God's project cannot be abandoned, cannot break down, when you have vision, God even doesn't care where you are, who you are, because your bigness and greatness is in the vision. So the vision may be small now, but if it came from God, there is bigness inside that vision. Praise the Lord. So starting small is not a problem. But seeing small will frustrate and kill you in the season of plenty. You may start small, and mostly God, when he wants to make you great, he will help you to start small. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The problem is seeing small. Seeing small. If you start big and your vision is small, you will shrink into smallness. If you start small and your vision is big, you will grow into greatness. Starting small is not a problem. Seeing small is the real problem. It will frustrate you. It will kill you. 
Because your ability to scale up is dependent on your vision. And some people, they have reached because there is no continuation of the vision they are supposed to be seeing. Boy, I'm feeling it right now. Can you put your hand on your head? Say, my next level, come to me right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's a way that God can stimulate you. They were there. He said that you people have been on this mountain for far too long. Rise up and start, start going. Start going is a vision. Without vision, there is no running. Kai, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. He said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. It will surely come. It will not tarry. So, and the Bible said, it says that, write the vision down. Write it down. That he who sees it shall run. Give me that scripture. Write the vision down. That whoever sees it shall what? Run. There's a way that you have energy to run. When vision is on ground. You have energy to run. Praise the Lord. Oh, give me the verse one. And the Lord answered and said to me, write the vision and make it plain. That's Habakkuk 2.2. 2, upon tables that he may run that read at it. There's a way that you will run and anybody around you will also run with vision because you are a person driven by vision. Driven by purpose. Driven by ministry. Driven by what God has called you to do. A visionless man is a dangerous man to follow. Because you'll be grounded. Fully grounded. May you never be grounded in Jesus name. Boy. Have you driven behind a car. That doesn't know how urgent your matter is. And you have to meet a deadline. At work, going for an appointment. And the person is driving as if we are all going nowhere. Can be talking on phone, can be just chit chatting, is even forgotten. Yes, he's just in a zone of 100, he's driving 20. Doesn't care where anybody is going. So when you go abroad, in their highways, if you drive below a certain limit, they can arrest you. Yeah, because it's for high speed people. That place. There's a way. Everybody here must be ready to what? Run. If you are not ready to run, my friend, come to the right side. Hey. So imagine when you marry a man who is a pushminogo man. Charlie, when you are an apprentice or an employee for a master who doesn't have vision, you see that your the vision. <laughs> The person can cast a vision to you. You will multiply in the vision and overtake the person. And the person will be thinking that, no, 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 no. Then you become insecure. Because you see that some people have a multiplier effect. You give them small glimpse of the vision. They are able to expand it. Are you here at all? May you receive the ability to expand. So you see that your ability or the energy to run, even the mentality to run is driven by vision. The reason why many people are grounded is because vision is not in their purview. You need to have it, boy. And once vision is not on ground, last week we were doing service. You saw that our screens we were struggling. And then I, the, the operations manager upstairs at the media told me, he says that they cannot see their, their preview screen. There is something that has gone off. So, yes, the cameras are on. We are live and all of that. They are not able to mix what they want to mix because they are not able to see into the service to do the work the way they have to do it excellently. Vision is what gives you a preview into the future. And once you have a preview into the future, you are able to function properly or else you will function haphazardly. You see, you'll be there now, you'll be pressing, pressing here and then. By the time you know the camera is watching the ground. <laughs> instead, of, instead of capture, are you here at all? Put your hand on your own head. Say, Father, give me a preview into the future. So that I will know how to go about things. We are going to pray very soon. Pray very, very soon. Ability to run. is based on the vision. 
And sometimes uh, when vision gets hit, it, the, the blow is very hard. Yes. And when Satan wants to hit you, he, he attacks your vision. They said, uh, come on, let us sell this Joseph and we will see what shall happen of his dreams. He said, we are selling him because we are angry about his dreams. The guy dreams too much. When he was coming, he said, behold, here come at what? The dreamer. <laughs> People hate you not because you are too beautiful. They hate you because you are carrying a vision. They will deprive you space because you are carrying what? A vision. That, that, that's all. Don't, don't, don't. Just the whole matter is about your faith and the vision you are carrying. They can peep into peep to see that this is this is the design of God for this person's life. And you will see that from nowhere, the hatred will start because they have been able to browse in the spirit to see that. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's deal with this matter. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Come on now. Are you sure you are here? May the Lord stop any, any evil around you in Jesus' name. Your vision will, will, will run and will succeed in Jesus. Shout a better amen here. Look at what the Bible said. Job 8, 7. It said, though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly what? Increase. The prophecy is that your end will be great. Even if your beginning is small. Praise the Lord. And mostly people who own houses, they perch from the beginning. It's a serious matter. You, you know, <laughs> God. See, when I'm preaching, people don't believe I'm preaching. I'm telling you. You will be the president of the Purchase Association. It's a real sign. And somewhere, somehow, you have an eviction notice. It's just that sometimes you, you evict yourself ahead of the aggressive eviction. You anticipate and you go ahead. But it's a sign that you own properties. It's a great sign. Some of the greatest things that frustrate you, they are pointers to some of the solutions God has designed you to give in this life. Yes. Pointers. Hey. God have mercy. I feel like praying right now. Your end will be great. Oh. Nobody will arrest, no power, no demon will arrest you. And make you small. God, God says your end shall greatly increase. So shall it be in Jesus mighty name. Prophesy. Say my end shall greatly increase. Now I'm now going to tell you just in 5-10 minutes. Why people God wants to make great fail. Why? Why is it that people fail? Knowing that God is their sponsor. God wants to make them great. God wants to do everything. For them. Why do they fail? Because you need to understand that the opposite of vision is ambition. Is what? The opposite of vision is ambition. Vision is from God. Ambition is from man. Now, ambition drives many people into multiple distractions. And even though it's a, it's a great resource for personal success, it can also be the slippery ground for you to be derailed from the vision or the path God wants you to walk on. Just a slippery ground. Hey. I'm taking my time. So, when God, God already has a plan, ours is to follow the plan. And in following the plan, you need humility, you need obedience, you need focus, and all of that. So, if you begin to have ambition, when you are following God's plan, you are introducing elements of distraction. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm saying. It drives many people into multiple distractions. You see that the plan of God is very clear like this. 
Then you are ambitious. There was a, a big company in this country. The company was giving loans. Just doing so well with loans. Then now they entered into clearing cars for people. They entered into... She said, I don't know what to do. And then they, they just collapsed the company. Just, just ambition. It's a nice product God has given you to fill a particular gap. Stick with it. Do what? Stick, stick, stick. Stick with it. Somebody too was doing nice financial destiny, was growing, uh, then ambition entered. Just carried all the money to go and build houses, be that didn't finish, and then by the time you knew, ambition, yes, is, is diversification, right? No. <laughs> the people whose money scramble at the bank, even minimum reserve cry, you don't have. People are coming to redraw their money. There's no money. Hey, I never have some credit. What kind of ambition is this? Minimum requirement is not on ground. How? How? There's a reason why all these calculations are there. The Sometimes the ambition will overtake the vision and bring you distraction. Watch this thing very well, though. Stay in the vision. Tell somebody, stay, stay, stay. In the vision and with the vision. Stay, 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 stay. Wow. Ambition. At the time you know that the church has become something else. <laughs> and, and if you are a pastor, some people can make the church become something else in your hand. Yes. I remember someone told me, say, Pastor, we can have a small kiosk there who sell oil, sword, shawl, tokens. Like I said, wow, Charlie. God gave me vision. I moved from Cape Coast to Accra. Then I came here now. Somebody is giving me ambition. <laughs> I said, please, yeah. park yourself. Park here. And the person, he didn't want to park. I said, leave the church. Because every time he was on my case. Yeah, when we do morning flavor and it's powerful, he sees the power flowing, the miracles flowing, the, then he will come and say, Pastor, ah, ah. you know, it's in his mind, it's for merchandise. So he's always seeing the business that we have to do with the, this, sell the gift of God. Say, I'll say, I'll be here for you. Do counseling session. I'll be here for you. I'll just be here. This one will come. That one will come. That one will come. I say, hey, free hoko. By now, the church will not be in existence. Yeah. And sometimes ambition looks very beautiful, but it's very destructive. It's a temptation. Tell somebody it's a temptation. And tell someone, don't be tempted. Don't be tempted. One more time. Tell somebody, don't be tempted. I don't know. Am I preaching? Just stick with what God said. Stick with it. Hey. <laughs> ambition drives many people. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of some entities who are ambitious. Yeah, we'll start from the key guy. Ambition is what makes Satan to rebel against God in heaven. Ambition, yes. It is the force behind pride, demotion, and destruction. Ezekiel 28, verse 14 is a force. Behind it. It makes Satan to rebel in heaven. He said, Thou art the anointed cherub that cover it. And I have set thee so thou was upon the holy mountain. I said thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. 15. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. What iniquity entered in? The iniquity said, I will, I will raise my throne above the throne of God. I mean, that's an ambitious guy. Follow the vision. You are a praise and worship leader. You are a music gadget. Just follow it. Praise the Lord. 
Yeah, made with all strings. Satan will do this. You hear violin, everything. He said, just follow that. That's all simple. Look at let's read some more. Some people don't know how to follow the plan. He said, by the multitude of thy merchandise, <laughs> they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast what sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as what profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of what fire. Is that verse seventeen? Give me verse seventeen. He said, thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings and that they may what? Behold thee. They will see your demon. Too much. The guy was there. If you read this chapter, I will. I will. I will do this. I will do that. I will do. You see, one way you know you have moved from vision. Thy will be done. To ambition is when you move from die to I. You move from God to me. You are not thinking about God. You are thinking about me. Me too. Okay, who is following me up? Uh, it, the ambition has become something you want. That you, you too want to be followed up. Hey, You are the one to be following up for God. That's the vision. Yes. Not to be followed up. Me too, I need care. Who is caring for me? You are ambitious, Papa. He said, I will. Once you start point. You see, there was a king in the Bible, Uzziah. He was doing so well. The Bible says as long as he was humble. Then one day, as a king, he entered into the church and decided to offer the sacrifice that was only meant for the priest to offer. There and there, now God said, no, 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 no. You can't be ambitious like that. <laughs> we are all children of God, but there are boundaries you can't cross. Don't, don't, don't be too ambitious. Yeah. Ambition is a dangerous matter. It's a good tool for personal success. But when God is in the equation, you have to follow the vision. I'm so ambitious. The king said, Oh, by the time we knew leprosy from his face. And you see, when God is disgracing you because of ambition, he says, I will let the, the kings, great and small people, they will all see your shame. He said, Your, your, give me the verse 17. I love it. He said, Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. No body enters into ambition from the place of failure. You have to be doing something. You have to even think of yourself to have something. Yes, to fail. <laughs> people who have nothing, they don't fail. It's people who have something that fail. And when you have abilities, you have talent, you have, you have intelligence, you have, the, you have interrogative ability, cognitive force. You want to use it in a way that will make you fail and succeed. By the time you know, you are, you are, you, your mind is going into realms that it must not go. Come on, lift your hands. Say, Father, keep me in the way. Keep me in the way. Yeah, that's why a, a man will be there. Uh, he has money now. He's just thinking that maybe if I have this other woman for my wife, it will be better than this one that I already have. It's an ambition, but your real vision that God gave you, when you saw this one, you said, this is the bone of my bone. This is the flesh of my flesh. Now you have money and it has changed your vision. Why are you looking at me like that? It has changed your vision. Now you see. Eh. Charlie? You want to change the screen? So I want touch screen. I want touch screen. <laughs> I want touch screen. Ha. Tell somebody, careful, 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 careful. Don't enter into ambition. Don't enter into ambition. Hey. Too powerful. So ambition is what made Satan to be dropped from God's presence. He says that you were doing so well until this wickedness entered your heart. 
This ambition to become, I, I, I want to become, I want to become. Look, it's God who makes people old. You have to be diligent at your work, follow his plan, and do your best according to his instructions and leave the rest. Paul planted, Apollos watered. They were working. Bible said God brought the increase. If God is not bringing the increase, wait. Wait. He said the vision will speak. So wait. Habakkuk 2, 3. He said this vision that you are running with. As you are, can you imagine that you are running and the Bible is saying be patient at the same time? Boy. So, when you look at the 400 meters runners, everybody has a running plan. Yes. Sometimes they have the opportunity to overtake someone, but they don't overtake. They are just waiting until they get to the 200 mark. And then they will use that opportunity. Sometimes they can even allow the person to go. And then they will use the plan at that point. When you are, Bible says, he that runs must run according to the rules. Just follow the rules. You don't just jump on anything. Kai, jump here. I see this in me to Masume Shebi. Masume Yebi. Glitters. Not all that glitter. Is take your time. Don't be, especially when you are in the hand of God. Yeah, when you are, Jesus, he was almost arrested by ambition. In the garden. He said, ah. My ambition pie is that this cup. Hey, eh? when I say, hey, hey, hey. Sometimes you have to hit yourself. And am I hitting myself too strong? <laughs> so that your brain. My pastor said the brother when you asked into that. The, the thing affected his head. Then the guy went ahead, he became a mathematician, worked in America, NASA, and all of that. He said that accident no nyano boom nemanagin a set. Yes, I drink in Koto, and I drink in the year. The poor woman and I drink in the Koto, correct zone. I'm going to be rough. Sometimes you pinch yourself. Hey, you are going too much. Sometimes you see that you just are following everything and anything. And you know that God has not called you into it. It's just that your heart has become mundane, your heart has become some way. Hey. You pinch yourself and say, hey, why am I liking cars too much? Charlie, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm liking cars too much. Yeah, this time it's like when I see women with some style of breasts, it's like my eyes following the, hey. And they're just stay, 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 stay with this one. Hey. <laughs> what kind of ambition is this? It's like, it's like my heart is trying to st store away. So, yeah, you just tell yourself, it's like it's coming me. It's like me, I, 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 I. It's like hey, ambition. Takes the focus from God and points it at you. We are going to pray. I mean, I can tell you, look, I'll give you one more last, one last scripture. We'll talk about this. <laughs> so, ambition, another example in the Bible. It was ambition that moved the mother of the two brothers to ask Jesus to position her two sons, one on the left-hand side and another on the right-hand side in heaven. It's ambition. Matthew chapter 20, verse 21 to 22. Ambition made their mother to go. He was just seeking position for the children. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of... Listen. This scripture, you see, the reason why we should talk about ambition is that it can happen in the presence of God. Yes, and sometimes you can use the right tools to implement wrong motive. She came worshipping him. But what was inside the heart now was no vision. Was ambition. She came worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. The worship was there, clear. But it was like something was attached to the worship. Ambition, it never comes alone. To use a very nice spiritual package, but there's a bullet by the side. It's a serious matter. Hey! 
So, the verse 21, very quickly because. 21. And he said unto her, What will thou? <laughs> she said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right and the other on thy left, in thy kingdom. Hey, how cry and call her? Ambition to Ambition. It will always go ahead of God, God's plan. When you are ambitious, we are Jesus has not even is not he's here. You are ready, Charlie. Huh. I'm saying that this is one of the things that can make you miss the plan of God for your life. Too ambitious, too, too thinking you. You, these boys, people were there before you came home. I don't know the conversation going on in that house. What am I going to say? She will be our prayer, Papa Konifie. Mama, she and Crawford be mean call you, Suhana. Menin Koya, Menkoba Farina, Menkama, he has him to Nimna. I need one of my children to be on the left hand side and another one on the chair. Yeah, give us a chief seat in church. Yeah, it's, it's position. You see, one of the things that will make you know that you have moved from the spirit of vision to ambition is craving unusually for position. Or when they deprive you of position, then it disorganizes you. Ambition is what makes you deflate. When you are not at the center stage, when you are not the object of celebration, it's like every time you are happy that you, like you are Tansy, you are singing, wow, Tansy is great, wow, blah, blah. Then we start making other people lead the song and you are back and then it's like this, this, you know, I don't feel myself in the choir. I don't. You are only well when you are the center stage. But when they put someone else at the center stage, you begin to find all kinds of problems. Even when there are no problems, then you become low in spirit. You become so deflated as if something is happening, but nothing is happening. It's just that you just want us to bring you to the center. But the tree that is at the center of the garden, eh, no man must eat it. It is reserved for God. Are you here at all? I keep telling you, I say, in this church, God is only the center. God. Jesus is the only focus in this church. Anybody who wants to become the focus of this church will fall. Yes. See now, give one seat left, another seat right. It's like, I want to secure my position. Hey. In the ministry. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you we are going to go for the LPP class. All the time I do the selection. Who should be there? Some people, selection will not. Charlie? And they will be mad. They will be talking underneath. You know? Hey. pray. Wow. When you become so, so, you know, engrossed with positions, this is my position, hey, hey. <laughs> Anybody who will leave you like this, eh? you have to let them go. Oh, yes. You have to let them go. It, it, they are not following the vision. Like, it's if you are, when you are following the vision, you are happy to be benched, knowing that God has a plan for you. Anyone who follows a vision is a team player. Yeah. He knows that when the time comes, when the master wants to use him or her, it will bring glory. That's why when you are following the vision, because you are following the vision. Follow the vision. John, please, are you here? I don't know. What, am I preaching or I'm doing volleyball here? Follow the vision. Like, follow. Everyone has their day. 
The days have got different names. And we are all not born in the same day. Even if the same day, there are still variations. Yeah, yeah. Just tell somebody, follow God's vision. Follow God's vision. It's not everywhere that people are going that you go. Because you are following. You know that God brought you here. Are you here at all? A sign that you have become ambitious is that when they are not singing about you, like King Saul, why are they singing about David that he has killed 10,000? And, and indeed, David didn't kill 10,000. No. People were just singing. He just killed a giant. Yeah, and they just aggregated it. Actually, the guy has brought victory. Let's sing for the guy. You know, people have problems when they are singing for some people. And, and even though the people, the women were not calling for the throne of Saul, they were just happy to sing for the young man whom, whom God used to bring them that freedom, that victory that day. They were just happy. The king was sitting somewhere and he said, this thing, the way the song, the soprano is going, I think I need to protect this, my throne. Because no, no. When women start singing like that, you have to protect your throne. Then oh, ambition, he said, started that. His whole vision of leading shifted to pursuing David instead of enemies. You can be in this church, oh, and for some demonic reasons, you see that your heart will just shift from the core things. And then you have issues, 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 issues. You think that now you are maturing, you are thinking. You are not thinking. You are just becoming ambitious. Ambition is what will make you throw the original vision aside. And you are following foolishness. Like you are following things that in the moment you feel that is it. But there are little foxes that are going to destroy you. I mean, if a mother comes and says, Jesus... Let one sit here. Let one sit there. Is it bad? So ambition is not necessarily bad. But you have to calculate the spiritual value of what you are doing. With that ambition. Calculate it. What's the spiritual value? Hey. Boy. I feel it. Listen. The blessing will come if you don't leave the track. It will come if you don't what? Your age is not what counts for the blessing. It's your obedience and faith. It's your what? Abraham was obedient. God visited him. Isaac was obedient. God visited him. Job. It's not your age. Okay, Okay, get one child so that you can be sending, sending the child and all, all these things. All these things. When you bring off what dear uko bincha, then you take idea B to be borrowing money from people no more care. Oh. It's like this one he's gotten money by me to oh my minty. And some she share plan because you can cry. And oh man. We are ambitious. Take it easy. Tell somebody wait for your time. I don't know. Is it a good service? You fail if you follow that path. You fail. You fail big time. You fail. You fail big time. Ambition. Ambition is what makes you change your team like radically when God is still with that team. <laughs> Don't be ambitious like that. Stay. Tell somebody, stay. Stay. Because, you see, sometimes blessing is locational. And what will make you be in the right place at the right time is when you are focusing on the right things. And not shifting here and there. Praise the Lord. There's a scripture that guides me and I'll give it to you for bonus. Should I? First Kings chapter 20. The verse 40 is what I want to give you, but I want you to read the verse 39 first. Let's read 39. First Kings 20. Alright, he said, and as the king passed by, he cried unto the king, and he said, 
Thy servant went out into the midst of the battle. And behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me and said, Keep this man. What was the instruction? If by any means he be missing, then shall thy life be for his life. Or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. So, master says, watch. Just say, keep this slave. Keep this man. Just keep this man. If by any means you lose this man, your head will go. Or you, it will cost you a lot of money. Give me that simple instruction. Simple. Next verse. And as thy servant was busy here and there, he was gone. <laughs> the slave, the prisoner was what? Gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, so shall thy judgment be. Thyself has decided it. Ambition is being busybody, busybody. You can't stay focused in church. You're following now. You are praying. Stay focused. You are waiting. Over. Folk, stay on the vision. Sure. It's not easy for a vision to be bad. If it was easy, every foolish person would be successful. That's why you need a staying power. Yeah. And every day, there will be voices negotiating in your head and in your spirit to move away into ambition. Move from the vision. Yeah. So somebody will run into Juju and go and give birth to an imbecile. What you is it's your own fault. You are busy here and there. They have given you an assignment, just focus. Whilst I was busy here and there. Tell somebody, don't be a busy body. Focus on the vision. Come on now. Come on now. Tell somebody, don't be a busybody. Focus on your ministry. And give God your best. Focus on your marriage. Give God your best. Focus on your career. Give God your best. Focus on your service. Give God your best. Don't be too ambitious. It's dangerous. Charlie, you know that the, the guy you know, is somebody's fancy. Then you have put it, listen to the English I'm speaking. You have put it in your eyes, say, King and King. I will collect him. Would you see when this is a queen? Boy, we imagine. No. Why? Why? Charlie? Because you and your audience would be in Casewo. Yes. The egg that is not yours, eh? When you eat it, you get choked by a bone. Bone in egg. Egg bone. Tell somebody, don't be too ambitious. Don't be too ambitious. Stick, 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 stick to the vision. One more time. Tell somebody, stick, 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 stick. Some of you are here. You are a virgin. Yes. Whether you are a guy or you are a lady. Stick to it. Oh. Don't let this uh, modernism begin to scatter your head. It's like, it's like you have to be foolish to succeed. Wow. Stick to it. Stick to it. There's blessing in sticking to it. Is God talking to someone here? Yes, now. So, who persons who go for a Jaffa movie? Oh, Janembra. He sent me to fire has passed through me before. Uh, that's not how it is. Some people, as we are talking, fire, they, they have, their fire has burnt them. They have turned into ashes. Is this, this fire you are going for? You need capacitors. Take your time. Some fire is a strange fire. Some fire, when it passes through you once, you will never recover forever. 
May God, may God save us here. Shout a louder amen here. Please, let's rise because it's like <laughs> my real vision is to preach. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.